And away we go. You're listening to Live on Four Legs, the live Pearl Jam podcast experience featuring... Mr. Stone Gossett. Fucking camera in the truck. Welcome to Live on Four Legs Podcast, the live Pearl Jam podcast experience. It's Randy Sobel here. It's just me by myself doing this little thing just as an extra special uh, addition for you. And it's mainly for you old listeners that want to reminisce some of the old episodes but don't want to listen to a three-hour episode. Totally understood. Totally get why you wouldn't want to listen to three hours of us again. Uh, and it's also for the new listener who might just be trying to catch up on the newer episodes and and uh, and want to be into those or anybody that's just kind of a, a part-time listener. It's for everybody. That's I, I essentially went through every single person that isn't a listener. I, I mentioned you, yes. So this is what this episode is. It is called a clip show. It happens from time to time on, oh, sitcoms such as Seinfeld and Friends, where, you know, the writers go on strike and they have nothing to do, so they decide, uh, well, you know, we need to get ratings somehow. Let's, you know, we're in syndication anyway, but let's put in a clip show. Why not? That's kind of how this episode came to be, and this is kind of... Uh, this is kind of in the vault, so the, at the time that I'm recording this is not necessarily the time that you'll be listening to it, but uh, it'll get that it'll get out there at some point. You know, it's you know it's not that rare, but uh, but you know what? Some of these songs that you hear today are rare. They are. That's why we're calling this the obscure cover show. It's obscure cover madness. Uh, yeah, um, or something along those lines. So that's what our clip show today is going to be about. And we're going to talk about some of these songs and we're going to go back to past episodes and play you the clips featuring these songs uh, and what we had to say about them at the time. So uh, that should be fun for everybody to listen to. Uh, wow, this first, especially this first one, um, we're going back to the very first episode for our first uh in our covers madness and and we're not doing covers today like crazy mary we're not doing baba or rockin uh this is obscure covers so this is these are songs that we've covered before that they've either never done again or they do very 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 seldomly so 
we've had a couple of these instances every now and again where we'll, we'll get a song that, uh, you know, they, they either have a guest on and they don't play often or uh, who knows, uh, who knows why else. But um, this, the first one did have a guest. Uh, it was a guest from Buffalo Tom. And right now the guy's name is, is escaping me, but I'm sure I... First episode, I had my had my brain my brain was on it for the first episode. It was it was fried because it was the day after the damn show. Uh, but oh boy, we're going back that far. Uh, I can't believe that we're going to listen to something from the first ever episode. It, it, it's pretty much been the only episode of ours that that's been you know criticized and like disliked because we didn't like the show that much uh, and it was very fresh in people's heads so uh but this moment we did like uh again buffalo tom uh can't remember the guy's name now i'm uh, it makes me a terrible host of of a show where i'm supposed to know stuff uh bill janovitz i didn't even look that up it just came to me it's bill janovitz i'm pretty sure or jankowski i think it's janovitz uh and Ed brought him on stage, and he got to he got to play a song called "Taillights Fade," which uh, I didn't really know at the time, but I got to really know and enjoy. So, uh, wow! Here's a little flashback from episode numeral uno. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see what you think of this one. Eddie retells the same exact story that he told one of the Fenway nights in 2016. I broke into Fenway and I took two Polaroids and I hopped the fence. I'm like, dude, you're wasting so much time. He even said the same thing about the Howard Johnson, like wasting time. But it leads into this. He brings on Bill Janovitz from the band Buffalo Tom. Listen to this because this has been my obsession for the last three days. song you know i've really i i had heard it before i know i had but it like didn't register uh but the last couple days i've just been taillights fade oh my god how good was it's, that it was it was you know and I'm, I'm speaking from night two two of the same covers i guess you know back to back it's it's not bad it's just strange but uh but i'm so glad they did because it, that was such a good time that was 
really great. Uh, I'm really glad they did it. Going to that, it was annoying when they did that at Fenway in 16 because it was draw the line by Aerosmith and screw Aerosmith. I, I, I don't. I don't really care for Aerosmith. I like Aerosmith. I don't want to hear Pearl Jam do Aerosmith. Yeah, I know Tom Hamilton came and played with them. Yeah, well, I, well, I, I, I really like Tom, I like Tom Hamilton. So, yeah, bass players stick together. We do, we do. Well, that was um, that was a thing that happened. Uh, that was that was something there. Uh, we've definitely uh, we've we've evolved over uh, over time. We've gotten better or worse, or at least sounded more professional, you know, and, and, but, but then we knew the lead singer's name. We, we actually got names right back then. So, uh, you know, uh, this is, this is just me kind of doing something and fooling around when I have, uh, free time to, to edit. So, you know, it's, it, 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 while I'm, I'm taking this seriously, it is still, a joke and still kind of uh, a just for fun type thing. So I hope you're sticking with it until the end. It shouldn't be a very long episode. Uh, the next cover that we're going to talk about is uh, we're going to do a little Devo here, a little whip it. Uh, Philadelphia, the last show at the Spectrum in 2009. It also happened to be Halloween, and uh, there's not a lot of better bands to dress up as uh for halloween than than devo i think that's uh that's really the tops um you know you got the red hats you got the jumpsuits and everything like that and uh ed's daughter even dressed up uh in that same jumpsuit uh uh for halloween this past year so uh it was kind of a fun throwback to that while ed was dressed up as uh the guy from mary poppins i can't remember bert yeah bert that guy uh so let's uh let's take you back to episode eight where we talked about the one and only time they ever played whip it we've kind of lost in the fact although this is the in in my treehouse of horror episode one uh episode eight overall um we kind of lost in the fact that it's halloween it is halloween yes and when this episode comes out it'll be even closer to Halloween. So a, a couple days. They they had to do something. And I think they picked the perfect uh the perfect time and the perfect song and the perfect band to cover. Maybe besides going backstage and spending a half hour putting on some kiss makeup, I think this was a mm. pretty good compromise to dress up. Yeah. This one they can at least take off the hats and take off the jumpsuits. Yeah. But uh um, let's whip it. Let's do it. One time, one time only.
so perfect. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, Devo is one of those just bands that it's, they stand out in a crowd and, you know, they're, they're never going to headline anything anymore, but they're, they're still, you know, everybody knows Devo from just their overall appearance and they're just quirky little, you know, punk new wave infused sound. It's just, and the hats, the red hats and the jumpsuits. So, you know. Um, what do you think of Boom channeling his inner Mark's uh, Mark Mother's body? <laughs> I thought it was awesome. You know, the whole thing was awesome. How do I put it? It's just that little extra flair for a night like right. this. It's um, you know they pull out some rare songs. Well, maybe one of the rarest. You know, it's yeah. a debut for a song. You know, which is wild when you think of Pearl Jam. I mean, how, how many times do you hear a debut of a song? I mean, it is a cover, but you know. There were oh, a couple. No, no, oh no, no, no! I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about bugs. Oh, oh, okay. And there's yeah. another. There's another coming up in a couple songs. That's another. Right, one of but their then, debuts. but then they, you know, they come out and they dress up and they do whip it, which is technically a debut too. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's just it's those little those little extras that that make it special. That make this that, like a special. That's night. the kind of thing they're not going to talk about them fucking up speed of sound in the in the newspaper article, but they're going to talk about them dressing up as Devo. This is. This is a highlight of this night. Um, sure. Yeah, and I remember afterwards, everybody posting pictures of it, and even people uh, when I was talking about it on message boards and things like that. They were posted that somebody showed me a, a front row picture that's great of Eddie and and Stone dressed up, and Stone of course looks like a total geek wearing it, but you know he can't help it. Stone probably like walks out on stage like he's like, "This is what I wear on Fridays." <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> hey, I actually have a couple extras. Um, I got them in your size just in case I ever grew into it. So, um, if you have any hats, Oh, you do. Oh, lovely. you have them all. Okay. Uh, yeah. All of them. Now what's an obscure cover show without an Elvis song? Probably an obscure cover show without an Elvis song. But this one is one with an Elvis song, and it comes from uh, the Vegas show from 2006. Uh, this was actually, I kind of went into it and kind of said, oh, Elvis, I'm not going to enjoy this because I don't really like Elvis that much. But uh, I really did enjoy this cover, and uh, it was it was fun going back and, and listening to this one again, and I still kind of get that little catchy little tune in my head uh, from time to time. So, it, you know, they only played it three times. We've covered it on our show twice. The only one we haven't covered is the one that they perform with Robert Plant, and this is not it. This is a Vegas one, uh, and, of course, Elvis, Vegas, all goes together. It all makes some semblance of sense. So... Uh, yeah, that's what this episode, I think, was, uh, I don't know, around March-ish, you know, episode 30-something, uh, 31, maybe, uh, and we also, we had another podcaster on the show with us, Brendan Palomo was on this one, uh, because this was the show we went to, so you'll be able to hear his voice if you recognize it from the Better Band podcast, so, uh, here is us talking about Little Sister. Ed comes out with this jacket. Uh, describe this jacket, because I did not see what this jacket looked like. It's uh, silver and shiny. 
Right, I think I think he's worn it at a, at a, at, a, at another show too. I can't remember another Vegas show. Uh, I don't think Vegas, but I think another show. I don't, I don't know if it's on this tour or not, but I think I remember back in the uh, like in the Five Horizons days or something like that, like seeing the the notes for shows or something, and 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 seeing mention of the of the jacket again. Well, this is a jacket that you hold on to. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you're gonna you're gonna want to wear this again. Yeah, especially if you do an Elvis song. Maybe it was one of the other times that they did Little Sister. It looks like it was made out of tinfoil. It's it's fantastic, <laughs> and I and I want. And I, I gotta want see it. this now. I gotta it's see great. this now. Shit, it's great. Uh, uh, Randy, I, I I text you and uh, you know he's out there with his cigarette, and right before they start the song, I think he says. Uh, it's the clothes that make the man. Yes. I think that's what he said. Clothes make the man. Right. Yep. Right before he says that, you hear, big wave. Oh. <laughs> 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 that's funny. Uh, yeah. That, that, okay. I, mi- I missed that. I missed that then because uh, I think I was just maybe too, uh, too ingrained in what I was writing. Um, apparently, <laughs> this this uh, jacket was... Uh, was made by the frogs oh yeah so uh and he said that it was made 12 years ago so that was um uh, do the math uh 94 that's that's around when the frogs that <laughs> speaking of the frogs in 94 the you, orpheum you know, show when he you know, Randy, we, feel like the frogs. we keep having to hear about the frogs in episodes i'm really getting sick of the frogs <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know what oh what Kermit has to say, but I'm sure he'll uh, he'll be drinking his tea just, just fine. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, he dedicates this to his little sister Gina, who is there from Texas. They're obviously playing an Elvis song, but it's about a sibling because it's called Little Sister. Um, they should have done um, Queens of the Stone Age. That was a song, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. Was it mm-hmm. was it was it out in 2006 though? Um, I think it was. It had, Maybe. yeah. It, it might have been brand new back then, band. but yeah. Um, mm. we'll we'll discuss that when we come back. Let's play a little sister <laughs> for a little bit, and then we'll we'll go into the Queen of the Stone Age because again, it's something real quick. Uh, all right, Elvis time. Oh, 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 oh,
So we've talked about Elvis on the show before, and I'm not really a big fan of Elvis culture by any means, but this was incredibly catchy. Uh, so catchy. And this sounds like downtown Vegas under the lights kind of kind of vibe to it, you know, uh, uh, and, you know, Elvis impersonator vibe instead of just being Elvis. And he's he's trying to sing like Elvis, too, which is crazy. But it it doesn't sound like a cheesy impersonation. No, he Eddie, just sounds like himself. He almost sounds like Elvis. Exactly. He just he brings it down like uh, like a little bit, you know, maybe an octave or so. And it, it just, I don't know, man. They, they, they get into a swing here. I thought it sounded great. Queens of the Stone Age, Little Sister, came out in 2005, by okay. the way. So they could have done that. I'm glad they went with this Tagged one, though. I'm going to be yeah. honest. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. There, there is a tie-in. Little okay, so I can't remember if it if it was Little Sister or something else, but I think it was Little Sister. PJ twenty, Ed came out on stage and played cowbell for Little Sister. Oh really? Oh, I, th- I think it was Little Sister. Now here's coming up next, uh, probably my favorite of the bunch because uh, it is the most meaningful to me and sort of my home in Hartford as they would bust out this Van Halen song in Hartford, you know, the first two times that they played it back to back in Hartford, essentially. And it kind of felt special to the, to the city that, that they were doing it for, for us. And it, and they did it one other time in Seattle later in 2013, but this was the first instance they did this back in 2010 in Hartford. And it made, like my city feel like an important city. So uh, this is one of my favorite things that we got to talk about on our show altogether. And one of my uh, favorite shows that we did. So uh, here is ain't talking about love. All right. Time to get serious. Cause this is a serious part in the set. Important stuff here. Uh, Ed says there's something we say around our group. O-T-O-T-O. One time, one time, one time only. And we're going to do something here. We ain't going to do it again. That was a lie. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Came up in sound check and I said, we should do that. I'm feeling it. And now there was actually a set that I was listening to that they kind of noodled it. Mike noodled it a little bit. And uh, I think it was around 2003 or 2004. I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't realize it, it was literally days ago. I should have marked down which, which show it was. Um, but, like, this is kind of like a Mike Noodle song almost, where he does it in sound check. And then Jeff says, Somebody get a doctor to cure me of this feeling before I get hurt. So there's a reason to play it. Uh,. Well, their reasoning, their reason to play it is that Jeff tells me you have a women's basketball team that are some of the most badass women to walk the hardwood and they've won a shit ton of titles and stuff like that. I think they were on like a 90 game win streak at that time and they're really pretty much Connecticut's pride and joy. Uh, We don't got much. Uh, We got Legos. Legos are up here. Um, But, you know. 
the women's basketball team is, is and, and the men's and the men's uh, has been pretty good too but um you know uh good dedication good reason to play this song one time one time one time only unless uh we are going to cover hartford 2013 at some point so it won't be the last time that we cover the song but it will be the first ain't talking about love <laughs> time one time only and again uh no it wasn't the only time they did this uh when they returned to hartford in 2013 they did this and then later that year uh they played in seattle um but i think this is really cool because it kind of you know it, it tells hartford that you guys are special enough to get your own song that we're not going to do anywhere else uh you know and that they brought it back the second time kind of tells us that, like, hey, you guys are more special, you know, being Hartford, random, random city, random capital city in America, better than, I don't know, Kansas City or Baltimore or, you know, Hartford's not in the pantheon of great cities in this world. No, it's a, it's, it's a dump. Um, but that they went to a dump and they did something like this and made such a cool moment and made you feel like proud that, you know, especially the other time that, you know, uh, you know, live in Connecticut, go to these shows in Connecticut and, and you're going to get, ain't talking about love and nobody else is going to get that. That makes you feel, that makes you feel really good. You know? Yeah. It's definitely cool. I mean, um, I will say it is the easiest Van Halen song you could cover, but uh, no, it's, uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. It'd be, you know, it, it's probably the only city you could see it in. Besides that one Seattle, the one time they played oh, well, it in Seattle. Right, right. But, uh, 
you know, is it the best song? Is it like, you know, does it does it rank up to like super rare performances of some of their own originals? No, it's like it's 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 just it's fun. Put it this way. Nobody nobody was asking for them to play it, but nobody was telling them not to. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like out of all the songs, I don't think I had this reaction like, oh, my God. No, no. And, and, I had this and, like, oh, and this is awesome. And it's ain't talking about love. It's You probably never will have that reaction to it, but it's still. I'm also just not a huge Van Halen fan. I, I like Van Halen. Yeah, me but... too. But I, I don't like that song like that. I, I've been playing that song for a decade. Uh, but still, there's there's. Yeah, it's like the most typical David Lee Roth song. on the Yeah, planet. yeah, it's just fun. I think it's fun. Yeah, I, great moment, awesome moment, uh, and something that again, you go, you got to go to these Hartford shows because uh, they, it's sort of a tip of the cap to this little you know Connecticut nutmeg state uh, city. That really gets no love in the rest of the world or no love in the, the Pearl Jam community. It's all mm-hmm. New York, Philly, Boston, Chicago, Seattle. Uh, those are, you know, the the fab five of, you know, Pearl Jam fan cities, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, and Hartford right in the middle of all that. Again, we talked about it before. That's why this this crowd is is awesome on this night. It's just kind of a it's a it's a thank you for being such an awesome crowd when we really didn't expect it. All right, guys, final one, last one to go. Only one more. That's it. You don't have to listen anymore after this. I, we, we made the feature so you couldn't press the pause button. Uh, you have to listen to it all the way through. Uh, we, we forbid you to pause the show under any circumstance. Your house is on fire. You're in a car accident. Uh, your boss is, is, is lurking over your shoulder. Uh, no, no, no. You cannot pause the podcast. How dare you do such a thing? Uh, but, you know, in, in about 10 minutes, we'll, we'll be done because uh, we'll be out of things to talk about. Uh, but this last one comes from the Soldier Field episode that we did this past summer. Uh, it was John's first episode as an official co-host, and uh, and we talked about there were two back. To, this is you're getting two for the price of one here because the rest of them there were just one song. But now you got two. You got everyday people and let my love open the door back to back here, which was a really cool moment to begin the encore of a very legendary soldier field show. So uh, let's hear what we had to say about that. We got some weird shit, his words, exactly weird shit. Uh, And this is where Brendan O'Brien comes out uh, to play with them. Are we we sure it just wasn't, wasn't just a really young boom Gasper. It was not. (laughs) I don't think they could fly. I don't think they had the money to fly him out from Hawaii at the point. Oh, they had the money. I think he, whether it was he would, if he would get on the plane or not. Yeah. Well. But yeah, don't be tricked. There is Oregon, but it is not Boom. It is not Boom. It is. It is. It is our good friend Bob Brendan O'Brien, uh, who's a Georgia guy. Am Indeed. I right about that? Yeah. Okay. I knew he was a Braves fan. I just wanted to make sure he was a Georgia guy. So this is some weird shit here. Everyday people, Sly and the fam- Family Stone. 
this is a one-time, one-time only deal here. And it's kind of one of the oddest outside-of-the-box things they've ever done, maybe outside of, you know, doing a snippet of Let Let It Go. Right. It's so random. It's up there. It's up there. kind of love that this was just a one-time only deal because it was weird and there was hesitation that they kind of knew it was a little weird and it didn't sound like the band could have you know played it at 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 their full potential because maybe i don't know maybe maybe it just wasn't their type of song to do i did you did you feel that? Did you feel some hesitation there? Yeah, I mean, it, it, to go back to think in 1995 that Pearl Jam would do a Sly and the Family Stone cover seems completely unthinkable and wrong. Right. And everything that it seems like that that would never work. Why would they do that? Right. But I mean, they they, they kind of had fun with it. You know, you get a little a little mention of Jack Irons there at the beginning, um, and you know they're they're just having fun and playing around with it. Hundred percent. It's one of those instances where if it's even though it's not a lights out slam dunk, it's fun to go back to. It's fun to revisit. And it's just, you know, it only has this one spot. It's not like they'll, they say later in the year, like, okay, you know what? We're really vibing on this. Let's do it again. Or they say in 2005, you know what? You know what we haven't done in a real long time? Everyday people, let's do that again. No, they never said that. And it's one fun time, too, it, one it time just, only. And it just kind of falls apart at the end. There's no real. And he's like, oh, and we're done. But that's kind of the the way that the intro, Let My Love Open the Door, is kind of great because of that. Yeah. And it just kind of goes right into it. time that i hear this because they'll play this a lot on pearl jam radio and they'll play both songs together uh i kind of get a little bit of goosebumps hearing 
them playing both together because it's just you know once you get that that riff of let my love open the door then things are starting to really gel this is a lights out slam dunk of a cover here right oh yeah it's uh, great it's probably i i've mentioned a couple of different highlights of this show but this is probably you know we'll 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 mention it later uh when we do kind of a new little segment but this is this might be the highlight of the show hmm. what an electric energetic performance the last time that they would ever play it out of six times all in 1995 and i'm just i'm blown away with how good it sounds i've been listening to this version for a while and you know i think listening to it the last few weeks or so has really invigorated my love for not just their version of the song and how tight that this version was but just the song in general and i guess it's kind of one of those things where it's sort of stuck in 1995 and we're never getting it again so it, it's sort of a jealousy thing too does he do this in his solo shows ever no i no. don't think so this is you know and everybody knows how eddie feels about pete townsend that's that's well well tread territory play it backwards point, and you will exactly um but yeah this is you know this was something that was close to his heart and something that he really probably brought to them and said guys i really want to do this and he was again really going for the passion and going for the energy wanting to do the song justice and wanting to to make it special and it shows for sure and while everyday people might have felt a little bit outside of the real house and a little strange this was the opposite oh yeah you know if they brought this back nowadays, it wouldn't skip a beat. Not at all. Well, folks, it was a good time had by all here. A little reminiscing down memory lane for the past year of shows that we've done and sort of fun kind of stuff to do in the spare time. You know, stuff that stuff that you enjoyed listening to. Don't lie to me. You fucking love this every single minute of it. Uh, and there are going to be more covers to come. What, what can we say? The more shows we do, the more uh, interesting things happen. And uh, and sometimes they bust out some really obscure shit. And, you know, whether it be like obscure Neil Young songs or, uh, good God, I mean, you know, go back to the early days and the shit they, they used to do and and doing teases of James Taylor songs and, and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, I, you know, stuff that missed the cut, like Black Diamond, I was thinking about putting it in here, but uh, I just thought uh, it just fell, it fell short of the mark just a little bit. Just a little bit. So uh, next time, next episode, maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do another Obscure Covers episode. Maybe we won't. Who knows? Uh, but if you have an Obscure Cover that you would really like to hear us talk about at some point in a real episode and not a clip show, head on over to Live on Four Legs on Facebook or Instagram or email us on Gmail at liveonfourlegspodcast at gmail.com or head on over to Patreon and help us out there because uh, you want extra content and more clip episodes that we can do from time to time. Uh yeah, there you know, you know what we got going on over there. Live on uh patreon.com slash live on four legs. You know, head on over there, subscribe, you get extra content, extra episodes, and all that very good stuff. Uh but 
For now, our time has come to an end. It's the end of the clip show. Uh, It's your least favorite moment in this show. And I'm sorry to say that we have to bid you adieu. But although we may be parting ways, I miss you already. I miss you always. And, you know, we'll see you whenever our next episode is. Maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe it's next week. And, you know, sometimes we like to fool you a little bit. Maybe we, we release an episode on a day that uh, that you're not expecting. Like a Wednesday. Oh, wait. No, you are expecting that. Like a Friday. You're not expecting that anymore. Yeah, we're going to release our episodes on Friday. That's, that's, a, that's a splendid idea. Nobody's ever thought of that before. Okay. I think we've had enough fun. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to show myself the door. And uh, if you need to petition for no more clip shows after this, uh, I won't look the other way. So, ta-ta for now. Bye. Streets for living, pictures only begun.